Hello, everybody. What a spooky thing to happen. Angie and Jackie back from the dead. Although, not really just Angie because Jackie's at work and I'm driving and I have been feeling so guilty lately looking at the Instagram and knowing that we completely dropped the ball and haven't recorded anything in many many months maybe almost over a year I don't even know I should look back and see but it's not our intention to drop the ball but life is fucking crazy and we have such little time to even look at each other let alone sit down and record that it's just not something that's possible right now so maybe I'll just record by myself in the many hours that I have sitting in the car driving to and fro picking up my children and going to work um Silas and Sterling are in daycare full-time Jackie's back to work full-time I'm back to work full-time plus doing wedding photography part-time takes up all of my time I'm going to say time one more time. Time? Time. Time? Is it still a word? Time. And so I, in the evenings after the kids go to bed, and Sterling doesn't go to bed until like 9.30 because she's insane, I take a couple hours to edit my photos, and then I'm purely exhausted, and I go to bed. And Jackie does the same. Sometimes she goes to put Silas to sleep, and she doesn't even wake up again until morning. So sometimes she's asleep by like 8.30 at night. And that's our life right now. It's a little bit uh, discombobulated, I suppose, or just filled with exhaustion. Um, we weren't able to find two or one daycare that could take both kids. So they are in separate daycares. So in the morning I have to drive them to two different places that are not close to one another. They're not far apart, but it's not like one is on the way to the other. They're both ends uh, out of the way to get to. So that's super inconvenient. I have to pick them up after work and that's a big schmozzle too because I leave work at four and I pick up Silas right at 5.30. And he is, I pick him up after picking up Sterling. So it's just an hour and a half of driving to get the kids and then we're home around six and then it's dinner and all that stuff so it's a little bit crazy um but we miss you guys and we miss the podcast and we're doing okay Jackie's health is back I mean she's able to walk now which is good she's I mean everything seems pretty normal I think she still has some lingering weird nerve stuff like sometimes her hip area will just feel weird and she'll say that it feels as if it's burning when it shouldn't be and um yeah that's a very brief update on what we're doing now just slogging through life And I was looking at the Instagram today and lots of uh, followers look like they're pregnant and or starting their fertility journey. And uh, last night was Halloween. Sterling dressed up as Max from Where the Wild Things Are. And so we dressed Silas up because he doesn't have a choice at this point. Like seriously, he's too young. He's at our mercy. 
he dressed up as a wild thing. Jackie's mom made the costumes and they were amazing. I'm surprised at how many people didn't know who Sterling was though. I thought that that book was kind of like ubiquitous that everyone who has kids or was a kid because it's been around for over 50 years has read that book. Um, but I guess not. Has it been out for over 50 years? I feel like that seems too long. But I also think that I saw a little sticker on the copy of the one that we have that says celebrating 50 years. But maybe that could have been for something else, like the publisher or something. I don't know. Anyway, so she was a Max, and we got a lot of compliments on the costume by people who actually knew who she was. Other people were just sort of like, oh, hey, you your uh we're like max from the wild things bitch like get your read on um oh yeah sterling's also in preschool and it's an amazing preschool if anyone lives in the lower mainland and you're looking for a preschool the friendly forest preschool in port moody or i guess it's technically in anmore is amazing the teachers are lovely and it's all about learning and playing and learning through play and playing to learn and um, a lot of outside time. They, The preschool is actually located basically in the forest so they go outside every day no matter what even unless there's a windstorm because there's a lot of trees around and that's dangerous but otherwise rain, snow, doesn't matter. You have to bring your child equipped with the right gear and expect that they're going to go outside and they're going to get dirty. Um, they have so many cool elements. Like, I don't know if she's going to be able to do it this year, but next year they let them use tools, like proper tools, hammer, nails, saws and stuff to like, I don't know, just play with to learn how to use. And they, so far this year, they've done things like make apple juice and make bread and um, celebrate Diwali. I know it's just amazing and the teachers make me feel so warm and fuzzy and she loves it so that's great you can look up their instagram at friendly forest preschool um, if you want to like check it out and if i'm just plugging things then i am doing wedding photography it is awesome i feel super passionate about it i'm really glad that i started doing it uh, it's also super exhausting and stressful, <laughs> but once I'm done a wedding and I send off the client gallery and everyone's really happy, then I am super proud of myself. But during like in the middle of a wedding or in the middle of wedding season, when everything feels really hectic and crazy, I'm like, why am I doing this? Ah, but if you need a wedding photographer or something else photographed, you can check out my website angiedubayphotography.com or the same thing on Instagram. There is a crazy story that I need to tell all of you because I know you've been through my mom journey and how fucking nuts she is and this is one of the stories that takes the cake and when it happened I just thought I need to tell everybody I know this story because it is unreal and probably should have like pick, been picked up by like a news channel or something just in its insanity. Let me just take a drink of water. So, um, a couple of months back, I was 
for work. And Jackie was actually gonna, she was going in a little bit later, so I was gonna drop her off at work. So we were all together, me and her and the kids, and we were gonna do the drop off, and then I was gonna drop Jackie off. So she headed down to the car ahead of me because I needed to just finish up a few things in the apartment. And as I got out of the elevator, to just stand outside and wait for her to pull the car out of the parking lot, I get a phone call from my brother. And he said, he sounds awful when he answers the phone. He's very like, hi, which he's not usually. Usually he's like, hey sis. And I was like, hi. And immediately my heart just sank into my stomach. And I was like, oh fuck, this is it. This is the, the thing, the call that I know I'm gonna get someday. And this is the moment, me standing outside of my apartment, waiting for Jackie to come pull the car around. Um, and he sounded like he had been crying. And I was like, what, what's wrong? And he goes, um, uh, mom's, mom's, mom's dead. And I was like, what? And I felt weak in the knees and like suddenly shaky and totally just went into shock and I, I was like, what happened? And the place that she lives at is, it's for elderly people, but it's not a care home. It's for people who can live independently, but it's for like people who live 50 and up. There's staff there who basically run the place, um, who help out with things here and there, but they aren't like medically trained or anything like that. They're just there if like you lose your keys or whatever to maintain the building. And so she had had a carried coming in that she had just hired, like brand new, uh, who was supposed to come in and help her with groceries, help her with a little bit of cleaning and then some bathing, I think, cause she was having trouble getting in and out of the bath because she has mobility issues. So I guess he got a call from this carried who said that she had been trying to get in touch with my mom for a few hours that day and she wasn't responding she wasn't answering the phone calls she wasn't picking up the phone so this woman the carried called the building and said i'm trying to get in touch with this person she's not responding can you go check on her and that's a pretty normal thing that the staff there do so one of them went up to her apartment did apparently a check on her and called this woman back and said, oh, yeah, she's dead. And this woman said, oh, that's that's too bad. And then called my brother and told my brother, you know, I have some bad news. Your mother has passed away. They just found her in her apartment. Um, you're going, she's going to be, he, she had all this information. She's going to be transferred to the hospital. You'll have to go there to fill out some paperwork and identify her maybe and uh, we'll go from there. I'm like, so sorry, etc., etc. And my brother is obviously very upset and he calls my other brothers and he calls me and I get this call when I'm getting ready for work. So I immediately like call my boss and tell her that my mom's passed away, I can't come into work. Jackie pulls the car around to pick me up and she sees my face and I'm like pale and I'm standing there in shock with my mouth kind of half open. And again, the car, and she's like, what, what's wrong? And I was like, my mom, but the kids were in the back seat. So I didn't want to say it. She's like, your mom's dead. And I was like, yep. And she's like, oh my God. Ugh. 
what do we do? I'm like, well, I'm not going to work, so just park the car again. <laughs> so uh, we go back into the underground. I race upstairs and I just sort of sit there crying. But I had this like sense of like sadness, but also calm. This is gonna sound so callous, I think, but, and especially if you've like lost a parent or a loved one, this is not your experience, but um, I don't know, I guess don't judge me. But I, it was like this kind of, it was a little bit of relief, if I'm being completely honest. But it wasn't like complete like, oh, thank God the bitch is gone. But it was just a little bit of like, okay. And I don't know if it was relief because this, I've kind of always in my life worried about losing someone really close to me and how I would react. And my mom has had so many scares with like being close to death and suicide attempts and she got hit by a car and health issues and cancer twice and all this stuff that it's always been in the back of my mind of like when is it going to happen where am I going to be and I've always had this fear of being alone and having to cope with the fact that she's dead by myself and I also have had this fear of like um like walking into her apartment and seeing her dead body just getting a little bit TMI but that's the case and so I, I think I couldn't tell if it was a relief that like this part of my life is finally over this like struggle with this mentally unwell person um, and this is how it ends and now I know this is it this is how her life ended this is the thing I've been worrying about it's now happened I'm mostly okay obviously sad very much in shock but this is this is how it is so I am sitting on my couch uh, Jackie arranged for her mom to come over and you know, to help take care of the kids because I wasn't going to be in any situation to do that. And uh, I'm like, what do I do with myself? I talked to my other brothers and we were all kind of on the same page of like, you know what? She died in her apartment. This is not the worst way to go. It was probably a situation, we were just sort of guessing, probably a situation where she was just falling asleep and maybe she took too many pills maybe she didn't maybe she just died because her heart gave out because she's really hard on her body for a 70 something woman and there wasn't much suffering involved so we we're kind of all on the same page of like yeah this is sad but it could be worse you know she could be suffering in a hospital for months and months she could have a stroke and lose half of her the ability to move half her body. So, chatted with my brothers a bit and um, had this conversation with my eldest brother who was like, Mom hated being alive. This is like, she's not suffering anymore. And we're like, Yeah, I, I agreed with him. And then I was like, Well, I think I should call my dad and tell my dad because, you know, his ex wife and this is like, you know, his daughter and. So I call my dad and my dad was like, what? He was very shocked and everything. And he said some really sweet stuff. He said that he, uh, he knows that we always had, you know, struggles with my mom, but the number one thing that he always knew was how much she loved us. 
and that we should never forget that, which was so sweet of him to say, because he's had a very, very tumultuous relationship with my mom, and their marriage was awful, and for him to, the first place that he goes is that reflection on her love for us is just very, very kind. And uh, obviously I call my friends, and I'm just working through the this feeling of like shock and wondering when the other the other shoe is going to drop and I'm going to feel um, something other than just sadness. Maybe I was going to get angry or whatever, but anyway, so my brother, one of my brothers calls me and he go, I'm like, I answer the phone and he goes, she's fucking alive. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, she's fucking alive. I'm going to fucking kill somebody. I'm going to sue the fucking bitch. And he's like losing his mind. And I I was so confused. I'm like, what are you, what? She's alive? And Jackie hears me say that and she's like, what? What the fuck is going on? So we're so confused. Um, apparently he had called the building because this woman said to call the hospital and she's going to get transferred to the hospital and all this stuff about what was going to happen. And so he calls the hospital and is like, oh yeah, my mom died. She's lives here she this is her name and they're like uh we don't have anyone under that information under that name so he's like oh and then he calls the building and the staff at the building are like uh nobody's died here today we would know that we don't have no ambulance is showing up like nothing and he's like what the fuck so they're like okay we'll go check on her they go up to her apartment she's just sitting chilling on her couch watching tv and <laughs> And so then he's in a rage. He's going to call the carrier and find out what the hell happened. So then I'm like, well, I guess I should call my mom. And I'm like, but what if there is like another confusion and she is actually dead? I don't want to call. I just don't want to call her. I don't, I'm like, I got all like worried and doubly anxious about maybe this information's wrong and I'm going to call her and someone's going to tell me again that she's dead and this is like a big, huge fuckery. And so Jackie's like, well, I'll call her. So she calls my mom and is like, hi, Vicky. Here's Angie. And puts me on the phone. I was like, mom, you were just dead. You were just dead for several hours. What the fuck? And she's like, what? She, she was so confused. She doesn't even know what happened. She, she said that someone came to check on her and came into her apartment. And she was like, hey. And they saw her. And then they left. So... We call back the care aide who told us that she had died. And she was like, well, I talked to someone who had a very thick accent and they said that she was dead. And I'm thinking, maybe they said she was in bed. Maybe they said that her phone was dead. Maybe they said many things that wasn't, she's dead. And you just took that information, didn't even choose to clarify or ask any other questions, just completely took what that one person said as truth and decided to pass that along to the family. And so because I had the day off anyway and I felt really like physically fucked up from the surge of, you know, hormones and everything that goes along with like going into shock and then getting another shock and then you know trying to calm down from that 
we decided to go see my mom. And so me and Jackie and the kids and my brother went over to my mom's place and we were just sort of hanging out in this Carrie, the woman who called and told my brother that she was dead, shows up and she's like, ha, oh, what a funny thing. She's trying to like joke around about it as if it's like hilarious. And we're like, no, this isn't funny. What happened? And uh, she's just sort of like the same story. Yeah, she's got this heavy accent and uh, you're dead and blah, blah, ha, ha, funny. But thankfully you're not. Um, which I thought was really fucked up. And so we sort of like come down from this. And then I think I called, yeah, I called the company that the carried was hired from. And I was like, how the fuck did this happen? And is, is this even this woman's job to inform the next of kin that their family member has died? And they said, no, it wasn't. And that they were basically looking into it to find out what happened and um we're apologetic but we're still trying to kind of defend her in a weird way about this person who had this thick accent that said she was dead which again it's fine if that person had a thick accent and they said something that sounded like she was dead or even if they did say she was dead not her job to tell us like i think that information needs to come from a police officer or a doctor or a coroner or an emt or somebody who can make that call for sure anyway so that was a fucking crazy story and so i just felt like you all deserve to hear it because it's pretty nutty and I thought that maybe we could get something out of the the carried company, but I don't know. What would they give us? My mom doesn't want to ever hire them again, so it's like, what, you're going to give us free stuff that she doesn't want? No. So, hmm. That was that. So my mom died and came back from the dead, and it's a weird feeling. Because everything that's happened <laughs> since then, I'm like, oh this wouldn't be going on. I wouldn't be having this argument with you if you had just died a couple months ago. <laughs> that sounds really awful, but yeah. Um, and now I have this running joke every time my mom calls me when I'm at work. I'm like, oh, my mom's calling me. I thought she was dead. <laughs> and I can't tell if the people in my office think it's funny or if they think I'm just super fucked up, which maybe, maybe it's both. It's hilarious and I'm super fucked up. Anyway, that's my update from Angie, all by myself. I hope that uh, some people are still holding on, I guess. I don't know. Maybe this, no one's ever going to listen to this because you've all unsubscribed and told us to, you know, to go screw ourselves because we have given up on you. But I don't think we fully have because every time I talk about the podcast with Jackie, she's like, we're not done with it. But at the same time, she can't stay up past 8 p.m. because... She's so exhausted, so I don't know when we're going to record, so. I think that maybe I'm just going to do this by myself. And Jackie will be a special guest. Anyway. We love you guys. Thanks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this update. Thanks for sticking around. And uh, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at Podcast. I do post pictures of the kids and us there. That's the best way to stay in touch and follow us, I think. 
and uh, let me know if you like this episode and if you think I should keep going solo or if I'm really annoying. Also, oh, ah, the end of Game of Thrones fucking sucked. More on that later. I might even just have an entire episode where I just go on and on about Game of Thrones. How do you like them apples? How do you like them dragons? Huh? Okay. Peace out. Bye.